Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter. You can see it right there, Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. Very good, Andrew. And by the way, if you're listening to this on the radio, you're saying, what is this idiot talking about? Well, you have to be watching our live video stream on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter to get all these sort of, shall we say, video accessories that come along with it, like lower thirds with my name. Anyway, uh, happy January the 22nd, 2020. This is National Blonde Brownie Day. Now, I've been giving this a lot of thought. I'm not sure what a blonde brownie is. Wasn't that O.J. Simpson's ex-wife? Anyway, all right, look, we've got a lot to get to today. NBA with a brand new handicapper, our very own Damien Omen Sosh joins us right here on the show. You've not met Damien before on the show. Now you will have a chance. Just be sure that uh, you don't have any of that creepy music and dark barking dogs behind you. Uh, we're going to talk Grizzlies at Celtics, Lakers at Knicks, and a little NHL to throw it in to spice it up. Uh, Winnipeg at Columbus. Then Higgy Pop will join us, not with the Stooges. We'll have Sean Higgs will join us to talk college basketball Wednesday, South Carolina at Auburn, Penn State at Michigan, Memphis at Tulsa, Creighton at DePaul. Oh, oh, the list just never ends. And then we'll go straight to some NBA, where Craig El Huapo Trap will be joined by our very own Ali Third Degree Burns. Going to give you some great picks for the NBA. That's how the show works. We give you lots of free picks. You enjoy them. You take them to the bank. Life is good. There's lots more free picks, though, at picksandparlays.net. And when you're ready to kick it up a notch, our expert picks are there for you this National Blonde Brownie Day. Is that the brownies? Is that like the Girl Scouts? I don't know. This whole thing is very weird to me. Uh, you can get 15% off right now. Use promo code COLD, C-O-L-D, because it's January. And if you don't have one, you must be taking a lot of vitamin C every day to keep it away. Once again... We have NBA, we have college basketball, we have NHL. We've got everything for you today. And, of course, you get loads of me, which I know is going to make you very, very happy. All right, I'm going to step aside, gather my thoughts. I'm allowed to have one of them, well, two of them every day. I've already had one, so I've got to find the other one to have. I'll be right back after the break, Picks and Parlays. Welcome back to the show. Nick Eber with you. Picksandparlays.net. By the way, this show every day, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Also streaming live throughout the day on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We would love to hear from you during the show. All you have to do is fill out any one of the comments section on our multitude of social media platforms, and we will see it here in the studio, and our ace production team will endeavor to put it up on the screen. So I can try to bring you into the show, make you a superstar. Remember, any comment is good, even rude ones, even extra rude ones, but just not obscene ones. Okay, let's get to it. Let's talk a little NBA. Let's bring in our brand new handicapper for the show. He's on Picks and Parlays, been there for a while, but we're happy to have him, uh, Damien Omen Sosh. Omen, how's it going today? It's going really good, Nick. Thanks for having me. 
us. Great to have you. Let's talk a little NBA. Let's start with the Grizzlies uh, at the Celtics. The Grizzlies right now 20 and 23, 20, 20 and what? Pardon me, 22, 20 and one against the spread. Don't send me hate mail. Uh, they're eight, the eight and two. A loss to the Pelicans slapped a, a seven-game winning uh, streak that they were on. Whoops. They're the Pelicans. We must have stepped on some of that Pelican. Anyway, we'll leave it. Eight, uh, they're uh, eight and ten straight up. Nine, eight, and one against the spread on the road. They're eighth in the West. Fourteen games back. Two and five against the spread in the loss. Uh, seven against uh, the Celtics. And the Celtics, they're twenty-eight and fourteen. Four and six. They got a big win over the Lakers. That snapped a three-game loser they were on. They're seventeen and five straight up. Twelve and nine against the spread at home. They're eight and two heads up, by the way, in the last ten against the Grizzlies. Total's gone over in five of the last six. And right now, I think this line has moved, Damien, so you fill me in. But I had eight and a half when I checked it, but I think it's moved and a total of 233. Where are we now? Yeah, I believe it's around nine. Uh, nine points is what I'm seeing right now. Um, you know, the Celtics, yeah, that's what I, I believe I've uh, had last time I checked. Okay, and the total of 233. Um, but, you know, so what, what, what are we, where are we going on this yes. one? I, well, you know, the Celtics, they've been playing uh, poorly, actually, prior to that big beatdown they gave to the Lakers last night. Um, you know, they did lose three in a row, as you mentioned, and prior to that, they lost six of the last eight. Uh, they come into this game, good offense, 112 points per game. Um, defense has been very good. Uh, they rank number four in the league. But during that, uh, that eight-game streak where they lost six of eight, the defense was giving um, up 114 points per game to their opponents. Uh, the Grizzlies, they came into this game, as you mentioned, off that loss to the Pelicans prior to that. They had won seven in a row. They've been getting it done with offense. They have averaged 123 points per game over that 7-1, um, their last eight games, a 7-1 stretch. And the defense, though, the Grizzlies have some of the worst in the NBA. Uh, they give up 116 points per game, which ranks them 27th out of the 30 NBA teams. Um, you know, the Celtics are playing. Uh, they played great last night, but over the last eight games, they have been struggling. I think nine points might be a bit too many. I'm a little little hesitant there on the side, but I think the over is the best play. As you mentioned, five of the last six games with the Celtics have gone over the total, the way these teams can put it in the bucket, um, and the way they've both been allowing points lately. I like the over in this one. All right, so you like the over. That's over 233. Next up, let's take it. The Lakers next. Speaking of the Lakers, 34-9, uh, 23-19-1 against the spread. Uh, we just mentioned they lost to the Celtics, uh, 107-39. Last outing, they're 18-4 and four straight up, 12-10 and 10 against the spread on the road. Uh, best field goal percentage in the league right now with the Lakers. Uh, the total's gone over in all six of their last six games. And the Knicks, well, they're kind of the other end of the spectrum. They're 12-32, and 22-22 and 22 against the spread. They suck. Let's just not put it too, you know. <laughs> we don't need to beat around the bush. They're just not a great team. They're 2-8. and eight. They did win the last game to the Cavaliers. They're 6-15 and 15 straight up, 12-11 uh, and 11 against the spread. And that is at home, which is really double bad then. Uh, Dennis Smith Jr. is doubtful. The total's gone over in six of the last seven against the Lakers. Lakers, big favorites. I had this at 10.5 points with a total of 224. But methinks this point spread has increased a bit more. Yeah, uh, the last I checked, I had 10.5 points as well. Um, okay. It wouldn't surprise me to see it climb um, closer to tip. Uh, you know, the, the Lakers, they were just embarrassed by Boston last night. And the best medicine, as you mentioned, the Knicks suck. They do. Uh, the best medicine is going to be playing the New York Knicks. Uh, just 12 and 32 in a season. They, they actually are coming off a 20-point victory over Cleveland. 
Um, you know, but the thing is, when the Knicks play a good opponent, uh, not only do they lose, but they really seem to get just hammered. Uh, two weeks ago, they lost to the same Lakers team by 30 in L.A. Um, since that game, they lost by 24 to the Jazz, 26 to the Bucks, 23 to the Suns at home. Um, so I'm going to take the Lakers to cover this this big number on the road. I know that the Lakers are staring at a back-to-back with Brooklyn. Um, so you never know. They might decide to rest some guys like Anthony Davis, but it doesn't worry me. Uh, I could see a guy like Kyle Kuzma looking to step up his game uh, if, you know, Anthony Davis or somebody decides to rest. I, I just think the Knicks are just so bad. The Lakers are going to want to um, show that that game in Boston, it's not the team that they are. And I, I think what? they hammer the Knicks. The, the Knicks are so bad, the Lakers should rest all their players and instead play the guys that, you know, mop the sweat off the floor at Staples Center yes. with those big mops. They should try them instead. I think they'll also get a win against the Knicks. All right, let's talk <laughs> about some NHL very quickly. We always have a bit of time, actually. Uh, Winnipeg after Columbus. Uh, Columbus are the on the puck line there, minus 140. What do you like on this one? Yeah, um, I like Columbus in this game. Winnipeg's going to be coming in um, on the second game of a back-to-back. Uh, Winnipeg's, they've lost four of their last five, and they've given up 18 goals in their last five games. Meanwhile, they head to Columbus. Columbus is one of the best defensive teams in the league, uh, number two in goals against average. Um, you know, the Blue Jackets, they've won five in a row, and during that stretch, they've only given up three goals in those five games. So um, it's a little bit of juice, uh, about minus 140. Uh, but I, I think Columbus is a solid play. I, I do like the under in this, but um, I really think that the Columbus Blue Jackets are a very solid play in the NHL Wednesday night. All right, so, Damian, uh, let's get uh, back to the NHL for a minute. What surprises so far this season for you in the NHL? Um, surprises? Well, you know, that you know the Red Wings, they, they've just been awful. There have been some teams that have just been really, really bad. Uh, the teams that are, are good, you expect them to see Boston. Philadelphia has been a pleasant surprise. They, with uh, Elaine Vigneault, uh taking over there in Philadelphia, I think the, the Flyers really have a nice young mix of young talent and uh, some veterans in there where they're looking to possibly make some noise in the upcoming playoffs. So they've been a pleasant surprise this season. And we got the All-Star game coming up, I think, pretty shortly, right? Yes, that's, uh, I believe right after tomorrow's night's games will be the All-Star weekend coming up for the NHL. Yeah, I personally don't get those things, but uh, even from a betting perspective, uh, you know, it's the Euro in me. I never really understood why you needed an all-star game. When the stars are on display every day of the regular season, you just got to learn how to change the channel with the remote control, which for many people might actually be challenging, uh, but certainly for me, I can uh, can flip it around. Uh, Any other NBA games staring you in the face that you want to talk about? Um, I haven't, not, not right now. Those are the two main ones that I've been looking at, um, and, and glossing over. I'm sure I'll have something else, something, um, some other plays coming up, uh, for obviously for Wednesday night, but those are the two main ones that I've been looking at right now. All right. Damien, finally, what do you have up on the site? What's the, uh, Damien special? Uh, Damien special. Well, obviously, you know, we're going to have a Super Bowl here in a couple of weeks. Um, but every day, you know, check me out. I usually have a, a three-pack of some combination of NBA, NCAA. Um, I have some uh, big college games coming up that you guys are probably going to be talking about here in a little bit. Um, got my eye on a couple of those. So I'll have uh, some, some nice plays out there for everybody tomorrow. Definitely check me out and take a look. All right. Uh, Damien Sarsh, always a pleasure. Thank you. You can find Damien at picksandparlays.net. And of course, all of his picks are up there for you. And if you want to buy them right now, his expert picks, that is, because he just got three free ones from him. You can get 15% off. Use promo code COLD 
as in something I don't have yet and hopefully won't. But if you put that promo code in, you're going to get 15% off. By the way, Fernando Ramirez wrote to us on, I believe that was Facebook, I wanted to thank us for the show saying he, he's getting our picks. I believe he's talking about Al Nino's picks being red hot. But, you know, quite frankly, Fernando, you're missing my picks are super red hot, super red hot and in the Premier League. And you definitely want to get those. And if you like the round ball, the beautiful game, you know what I'm talking about. You can find me every weeknight on Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports, for a full hour every day of the week, uh, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, talking the beautiful game. All right, I'm going to go because, uh, no, I don't have to go, you know, but, but I'm going to have to go because we've got to set up for the next guest. So coming up after the break, Higgy Pop will join me. We're going to talk a little college basketball. Stay with us at Picks and Parlays. Welcome back. Picks and Parlays on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, where you need to be every day at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Let's face it, just stop doing what you're doing. Tune to uh, Sports Byline Broadcast Network. If you don't have an affiliate station by you, you can find us online at sportsbyline.com or for this, also streaming live on iHeartRadio and TuneIn, all the places you want to listen to us. And if you miss any part of this show, you can catch the replay immediately either on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter or on our podcast network, the Believe Podcast Network. That's B-L-E-A-V. Well, I believe in Higgy Pop because his picks have been red hot. So let's bring Sean Higgs in and talk some college basketball. Are you ready to go, Higgs? Let's go. Hopefully we have a, uh, a productive show here. We got four games, and we did pretty good the other night with our college basketball. By the way, happy National Blonde Brownie Day. Blonde Brownie Day, nice. You're not allowed to date what one, else? though. That might find you in jail. <laughs> As they say, 16 will get you 20, right? All right, uh, let's get to it, shall we? South Carolina at Auburn in the SEC. The Gamecocks, 10-7, and 9-8 and eight against the spread. Is that even politically correct these days? I don't know. They're 6-4 and four, uh, over the last 10. They won the last two in a row most recently, an 81-67 win over Texas A&M. They're 4-1 and one straight up away, 5-0 and oh against the spread, 2-2 two and two in conference. Uh, Keyshawn Bryant, uh, Trey Hannibal will be out. T.J. Moss should be back on the team for this game. Total's gone over in four of the last six. And the Auburn Tigers, 15-2, and 8-9 against the spread. They're currently fourth in the SEC. They're 8-2 and two in the last 10. They lost the last two in a row, though. Last outing was a loss, 47-69 to Florida. They're 9-0 straight up, 4-5 against the spread at home. They're only 3-2 in conference. Total's gone under in seven of the last nine. But they are 10.5-point home favorites, which is a big number with a total of 143.5. Are South Carolina really that bad? Well, it's maybe a little combination of both here. Uh, we did remember we had Alabama over this team. And it's like, oh, Auburn's 15-0. And, and then we saw that short line, and what happens? They lose. Then they lose to Florida. Again, Florida, though, uh, that was a team, supposed to be a good team. They were preseason rated in top 10. They're a talented bunch. Uh, losing them, no shame there. But after two losses, here you go. You're coming home. Are you the team that was 15-0 and and looking really good all around? Or are you a team that just lost two in a row in the SEC? Now, yeah. conference plays tough winning on the road. We know that. We, we see that all teams. You know, all conferences that you see teams get knocked off. But South Carolina, though, let's be honest, they're not a good team here in the SEC. They haven't been good in, man, when's the last time they had that good Final Four one? What was it, like a decade ago? I mean, come on. I'll lay, I'll lay the points here. Again, you score 47 points, bad shooting, just a bad all-around game. This is when you can come home and get fresh. You get right. Two straight road losses. You're home against a bad team. Prove yourself here. Get it done. Beat these guys by 15. Get back in the groove. It's right, January so basketball. Come on. So we'll land the points on Auburn. 
Yeah, we're laying the 10 and a half. I feel confident about that. Okay, let's go to the Big Ten next up. Penn State at Michigan. Penn State, Nittany Lions, 13 and 5, 9, 8 and 1 against the spread. They're 5 and 5 over the last 10 with a win against Ohio State. That, did I say Snate? Ohio State. There's no Snate in State, but they may be. Snap the three game in conference losing streak. And if you have a losing streak, you want to have it. You don't want to have it in conference, really. Have it earlier, but don't have it in conference. One and three straight up and against the spread away from home. Three and four in conference, as I said. Total's gone over in five of the last seven. And the Wolverines, Wolverines, Red Dawn, right? Red Dawn. 11 and six. <laughs> the Patrick's, was that Patrick Swayze? It was, right? Yes. Yeah, Patrick yeah, Swayze, yeah. He Charlie wasn't Sheen. dancing, though, with Jennifer. It was anyway. Jennifer Gray was in that movie, though. She was I know in she it. Was. So yeah, was, I know. Uh, so was Leah Thompson, Back to the Future. That's correct. Yeah. Yep. I do know C. that. C. Thomas Howell. See Thomas, Thomas Howell. Howell. Actually, Powers, a great guy. I hung out with him one year at the World Series of Poker. He did the broadcast with me. He's a really, really cool guy. By the way, 11 and 6, 9 and 8 against the spread for the Wolver Wolverines. 6 Let's and 4. Let's just talk 80s movies. We could do Red <laughs> Dawn. We could do Outsiders, 3 o'clock eye. All right, let's get on with this. 6 and 4 lost the last two in a row. Both conference losses again for the Wolverines. They're 8 and 1 straight up, 6 and 3 against the spread at home, 2 and 4 in conference. Isaiah Livers is doubtful. Maybe it was eaten. Maybe the liver was eaten with a father <laughs> and a five and auntie. Uh, total's gone over in four of the last five. Uh, Wolverines, five and a half point home favorites. Total 146. Take me away, Calgon. Okay, Wait let's a talk about eggs. Yes. Yeah, let's, let's go. go. No, right. <laughs> like, what was it? Like two weeks ago, Michigan was a, a dog to Illinois and they were ranked after, you know, having a couple of big wings. This conference is terrible. This conference is terrible. I, you know, I heard somebody talking that they could get ten teams in the tournament. Is that a joke? Ohio State, which was ranked high, is two and two and five in conference. They're two and five. Wisconsin, eleven and seven. Minnesota, ten and eight. Purdue, ten and eight. I, I mean, are you kidding me? Thirteen and five, eleven and six. These guys are going to the NCAA tournament. Can we get three teams out of the SoCon? Can we get uh, East Tennessee, Furman, and uh, Greensboro? I mean, this is a joke. These two teams. This conference is so average. I mean, I think Michigan State's. The best team here. I mean, listen, I'm a Jersey guy. I'm happy Rutgers is doing good. I look at this game. I'm a, I'm just taking the points. I, I, I saw this matchup. I'm looking at it and, and the numbers. This is – talk about mediocre. It's across the board yeah. in college basketball. The Big Ten is is in a, a – in a, I, I don't know what well, I'm trying you, to say. You know his... in, in a box. This is college basketball right now. A 13 and 5 versus 11 and 6. Yeah. 500 teams. These guys are going to be 500 in college play, in conference play rather. It's a, give me the points. In Michigan, you got a new head coach. They haven't been good all year. You had a couple good wins. Reality hits. Penn State's a little hungrier squad. They're a squad that's been down. They could take out, you know, big Michigan team. Getting points, I'll grab them here. And the line went up. I don't. I don't know why. It's. Just, I don't know. Right. Michigan's not a good team. Okay. Not well, the Big team. Ten. You know. You know what I hear, Higgs? The Big Ten. It's not as big as they say it is. Okay. Next up, Memphis at Tulsa. Terrible. The AAC. Here's some. Uh, What's the first in the West? The Memphis Tigers, 14 and 3, 10, 6 and 1 against the spread. They're 8 and 2, won the last two in a row, including a big win over Cincinnati. They're 3 and 1 yep. straight up, 2 and 1 and 1 against the spread away from home. 3 and 1 in conference. Totals gone under in seven of the last 10. By the way, two unders here on this one. And the Golden Hurricanes of Tulsa, 12 and 6. And if you're going to have a hurricane, let it be golden. I mean, I don't know what else to say. Better than a shower. <laughs> Better than a shower, right? Okay, 12 and 6, 10 and 8 against the spread. Five and five. They won the last three in a row. Most recently, a big win over Tulane. Uh, nine and two straight up. Six five against the spread at home. Four and one in conference. Totals under. But 
the Memphis, our road favorites, three and a half points, 133 and a half points. The total here, far away. So one thirty. Okay, because I saw one thirty-five on the total. Maybe you know, check your totals, people. They move. They no, move. I have an old total, it's so it's probably moved. It's gone up. Not, you know, not, these guys beat a, a pretty good Houston team. Tulsa's not bad. Solid defense or zone defense team. Memphis turns the ball over a ton of, like 17, 18, almost eighteen times a game they turn the ball over. So I'm not, I'm leaning towards the home dog here. Uh, listen, fourteen and three. These guys are good, Memphis. Uh, they, they lost two guys. Like they, they're supposed to get him back. He came back for game loss. He went pro. Penny Hardaway, good job on the road. Though I'm taking Tulsa. This is again. We look at the numbers, and it should be like, oh, it's just easy money on a ranked team. They're so much better. I disagree. Although I, I think it's going to go over. I think this, as much as I like the defense and the zone here for Tulsa, I don't know. I, I, I got this total a little higher. Although, go a little hit you with a little asterisk. My totals on the show have not been that great. Uh, that being said, I kind of like over, but I also like Tulsa here as the dog. All right. Uh, finally, Creighton at RuPaul. The Blue Jays, uh, 14 and 5, 8, 8 and 2 against the spread. They're fifth in the Big East, 7 and 3 coming off a loss to Providence. 2 and 3 straight up, 2, 2 and 1 against the spread away from home. 3 and 3 in conference, but they are 10 and 0 head to head, and that's against DePaul, obviously. And the total's gone under in 13 of the last 19 against Big East teams. And the DePaul Blue Demons, 13 and 5, 9, 8 and 1 against the spread. Five and five, they beat Butler the last outing, 79-66. They're nine and three straight up, five, six and one against the spread at home. Only one and four, though, in conference. And total's gone over That's in right. six of the last eight. DePaul, though, home favorites, two-point home favorites, and the total 145 and a half, if that's still right. I'm, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing one for DePaul. Um, total about 145 and a half is, is, is spot on right now. Again, we've talked about getting fat in the in non-conference play, 13-1, and here you come. Let's go into Big East play, and you're 1-4. Yeah. Hello. Welcome to, to Big Time Band and Tiny Schools. Um, this game, I think it's going to be a shootout. I like Creighton a little bit here. Again, this is basically a pick game. So the better team, I think, is Creighton. It is a road conference game, and the Pulse guy be feeling good. They beat Butler, who has been playing really good until – of late, so maybe they hit a little bit of wall, a little bump in, until in they got beat by DePaul. Yeah, um, but I, I'm I'm not buying DePaul off of that yeah. one. I see I see four straight losses. I mean, Crane's conference record not much better, but they they're just I think a better team. They've recruited better over the years, so that's something that I look at when I see two even match teams here. But I also think it's going to be a track meet. I think we see a lot of up and downs. Uh, one forty five. I see this. What I got at? I got like I got this eighty seventy five. So. I like the over in this game, but I'll lean, I'll lean Crane. If you want to side, I'll just go Crane. I think they're a little better here. And you said Crane a plus one right now? Because I said it was DePaul yeah, I see, minus. I, I, I see a plus one for them. Crane plus one. It's going to be a, a close game regardless, but you, you do like yeah. to yeah, lay the points on the on the visitors, but obviously not yeah. to win. So, uh, All right. Uh, so what else you point, got? I think you're going to win, you know. What, what else you got? What's up on picks and parlays with uh, Sean Higgs today? Well, I'm already locked into my Super Bowl play. So I got my Super Bowl selection up. A little best bet action there for Niners of Kansas City. Uh, I'm actually looking over some props. I'm waiting for them to come up and do some prop work. But I also got college basketball. I mean, we did four games today, but I got some off the off the grid small schools going tomorrow in college basketball. So I'm Give excited me an about example that. Of one. Just drop a name. Be in the little name dropping. Um, how about we got which one, which one should I throw out here? Stony Brook. I like Stony Brook tomorrow. Is that New York? You know? 
Yes, it is. Okay. How about South Dakota State? South Dakota State's another one I'm looking to. That, I'm assuming, is in South Dakota. Yes, it's very south of North Dakota. Yes. It's right <laughs> below North Dakota. All right, uh, Sean Higgs, always a pleasure. Uh, if you missed any of Sean's picks, you don't have to worry because at the end of the show, I will recap all of the picks. And coming up next, That's our good. patented segment of NBA Rapid Fire. Ali Third Degree Burns will join Craig El Wapo Trap for 14 minutes to build your bankroll right here at picksandparlays.net. And right now on the website, load up on our expert picks, folks. It's 15% off. Use promo code COLD. All right, we'll be right back with Ali Burns and Craig Trapp. All right, buckle up, buttercups, because this episode of NBA Rapid Fire is going to be a doozy. My name's Allie Burns. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays Radio. Now, we've got 12 games on the card today, so trust me, you might need a little bit of help, and lucky you have got your free NBA Rapid Fire picks. Uh, there was only one game yesterday, so everybody got to rest, everyone except for our beloved Craig Trapp. Craig, how are you doing today? Uh, excited. I, you know, NBA hump day is always one of my favorite days, but usually we have a lot of teams in back-to-back -back or uh, weird travel schedules. But like you said, with Martin Luther King Day on Monday, only one game yesterday, the Clippers and Mavs. Uh, so we've got a well-rested group of teams, and I'm well-rested too because I took a little R&R uh, on Monday afternoon. So I'm ready to go. All right. Sounds good. Excellent. Okay, so let's get it going. Now, I'm going to start you off with a game. This should be a good one. It's one of your favorites and your least favorites. I'm talking about the Philadelphia 76ers at the Toronto Raptors. Now, both of these teams have been winning like crazy, so I'm pretty excited to see where the cards are going to fall. 76ers are 29 and 16. Uh, Embiid has been out, but Ben Simmons is most definitely in. He had a career-high 34 points, sprinkled it down with 12 rebounds and 12 assists. This guy's on fire, and he's lighting it up. Uh, the Raptors, on the other hand, I know you love the Raptors, and I know that you love them even more when they're at home. They're 29-14, and 14, just getting out of a win in Atlanta. Uh, not an impressive win because Atlanta's not an impressive team, and they did not cover the nine-point spread. Um, I'm seeing Toronto at minus five and a half at home. It moved to minus six. The totals at two opened at 216, but jumped all the way to 219. What do you think about this one, Craig? Well, I even uh, see the Raptors at six and a half here, minus six and a half. Ooh. But you got to like the Raptors at home. I mean, without Embiid, uh, I just think Philly is a headless horseman type of run. And I know Simmons had was coming off one of his better games of the season, but I think this Toronto team's so good on defense, especially at home. I think they're going to make Philly shoot from outside, which they do not do well. Uh, Let's remember the Sixers team against the spread on the road, 7-14-2. One of the worst teams in the league. They're just 9-14 straight up on the road against a Raptors team that is excellent at home. 15-7 straight up, 13-9 against the spread. I love the Raptors here. I wish I was getting that 5.5, but let's go ahead and lay the 6.5 here. I, I think the Toronto Raptors' good defense uh, stifles uh, Sixers makes them kick it out long for three where Sixers are not very good. I think it's important to note, too, that Philly did win when Philly was at home, so the Raptors are going to want to win while the Raptors are at home. Okay, right. so I'm going to take you to Detroit. We're going to talk Sacramento Kings and the Detroit Pistons. These Sacramento Kings are ticking me off, okay, because they have all the young talent, the veteran talent in the whole wide world, and they just can't seem to put it all together. I'm blaming Luke Walton. 
Sanit here. They're 15 and 27. They're on a five-game losing streak. Granted, they were playing some pretty stiff competition, but three of those games were at home. Who loses at home? Um, again, I blame the coaching. They're going to face the Pistons. Pistons, 16 and 28. They lost on Monday to the Wizards, 106 to 100. They did not cover uh, their plus one, but they are headed back home. They're super duper injured right now. And we're going to find them as a one and a half point favorite. The total sits at 222. What do you think? Wrong team favorite is my what I would say in this one. Like you said, the Pistons are banged up. Uh, Blake Griffin is out indefinitely. You know, the only bright spot on this team is supposedly on the trading block, and that's Derrick Rose, probably a comeback player of the year, I would imagine. Uh, but he's been having an excellent season. In fact, a lot of people uh, hear that he is uh, uh, L.A. Lakers, Clippers, or the 76ers are all interested in a trade. Not only do you get, you get rest of this year, but he's also under contract for next year, under very low salary for a player to put up his kind of numbers and a former, former MVP. But you got the Kings, like you said, Coach Walton hasn't done maybe the best of times, but it's really been about the Kings' injuries most of this season. On the road, they've been great for us betters, 13-9 against the spread. I think they uh, went out right here against a Detroit team that's 8-13 straight up, 8-12-1 against the spread. Let's take the Sacramento Kings here. I think they went out right. I did a little bit of uh, statting because that's what I do, and Detroit in the months of December and January have won three and lost nine at home. So you're on the right track yeah, there. Not um, okay, so this next game looks a little suspicious to me. I don't know. My spidey senses are kind of tingling here. I'm going to talk Thunder and the Magic. So Thunder 24 and 19. They are also really, really banged up. But despite that, they've won six of their last 10. Not so bad, but they played their last three games at home. They lost the first two of those. So not so good. Uh, they are coming off a 13-point win against the Blazers where Chris Paul did his Chris Paul thing and had his 30 points and seven assists. Um, but they're rolling into the magic, and this team's really interesting. They're 20 and 23. They just went on a six-game road streak or road trip, and it was pretty much up and down the West Coast. They had a really impressive one-point win over the Lakers. Then they lost to the Clippers, lost to the Warriors, cruised out east, and smashed the Charlotte Hornets by 33 points on Monday. So we're finding Orlando at minus one and a half. Looks a little fishy to me. The total's at 209. What do you think, Craig? Well, on the side, this is my top play of the night. So you can mm -hmm. get that uh, over at Picks and Parlays. Down there, I think it's thirty-four ninety-nine. Of course, use that fifteen percent off promo code. It's cold. C O L D gets you fifteen percent off. But side on this one, I think I would go over here. I just like the way this Thunder team really up tempo. That's when they're at their best. I think the Magic are more than happy to play in that same state. So I think this one will go over. But like I said, the top play is my uh, the side is my top play of the night in the NBA. All right, do you hear that, people? Don't forget, check it out, picksomeparlays.net. Okay, so this, I would like to say this should be a really good one, but the way that Houston's been playing lately, I'm not so sure. So we're talking about Denver and the Rockets. Denver's 30 and 13. They've won seven of their last 10. They've won their last four road games. Uh, they're coming off a 107 to 100 point win in Minnesota, despite being a little bit shorthanded. Uh, usually when we talk about Denver, we're talking about Nikola Jokic, but honestly, Michael Porter Jr. has been stepping it up. Um, he had uh, his second triple-double in three games. That's what he did, second triple-double in three games. So that team is, I feel like they're a really filled-out team. They work well together. Um, and now they're going to cruise into Houston, 
26 and 16. Uh, they're only missing Austin Rivers, but they seem to be slumping. They've only won four of their last 10 and one of their last five. I'm seeing Houston as an eight point favorite here. Does that even make sense? The totals 226 now at 228 and a half. Well, that's why this doesn't make a whole lot of sense. If, if you look at Denver, they are banged up, extremely banged up the last uh, few weeks. But they've still found a way. Now, again, it's been against some questionable competition to get some wins. The problem with Houston, uh, with Denver and a lot of these Western Conference teams is that West is so tough. Teams aren't great on the road, and they're not great against the spread, just 9-9-2 nine, nine, and two against the spread against a Houston team that I think has a little something to prove here. And I think they do that tonight. I think Houston minus 8 is the play. Because, you know, when I was originally thinking, I was thinking, this line should probably be about six, maybe five and a half. And when it comes out even higher, I think that tells you something against a banged up Houston or a banged up Denver team. I think Houston shows out tonight and I think they win and win big. Uh, Houston minus eight is going to be our play in this one. All right. Well, it's about time. James Harden needs to warm it up because he has been yeah. ice cold. Um, okay. We're going to talk about the Pacers and the Suns. Pacers 28 and 16. They're coming off their biggest loss of the season to the Utah Jazz, 118 to 88. Not impressive. However, the night before they were playing in Denver at altitude, uh, so back-to-back -back games with altitude kind of gives me, it gives them a little bit of an out, we should say. Um, the Suns are 18 and 25. Devin Booker, he's been coming to work every day. He's putting up 37 points. It's just not enough to get the job done on most nights. They're coming off a two-point loss to the Spurs. Um, scoring hasn't been a huge problem for the Suns, but it seems like their defense has. Should we like maybe be looking at a total here? Um, the sides at even money, and the total is 221 and a half. Well, you, you kind of hit on the head here. Pacers team, this is where you have to, you know, as a handicapper, you're watching the schedules. The Pacers maybe played the two toughest places to play when you're an Eastern Conference team playing on the West Coast, when you have to play at the altitude in Utah and altitude in Denver. And they had to do it in back-to-back -back nights. It's bad enough for teams have to do that in two of three nights. Then you finally get a day off. I love Indiana here in a bounce back after you really were embarrassed at Utah. I think Indiana is the clearly better team here. They're better on both ends of the court. That's the thing. The Suns, they can put up offense at times, but then they'll go, you know, these extensive periods of time where they don't score. They just take terrible shots, turn the ball over. I think Indiana is the clear, clearly the better team. I think they'll own the, the paint, and that's where I like teams that own the paint. I really like that. So we're going to take a short favorite here, the Indiana Pacers, plus one on the road here. All right. I like it. Pacers are the much better team. They've been really fun to watch, too, this year yeah. and last. Um, okay. And they get all the deal Depot back here in the next, what, week, I think it is? Yeah. So uh, maybe maybe it's two weeks. So that'll be interesting when they get him back because obviously he's their star player. Right. Okay, so now we're going to do the Jazz, Utah Jazz, and the Golden State Warriors. The Jazz, like we just said, are coming off a huge win against our Pacers. They're 30-13 and 13 for the season, and they are going for their first season series sweep I had to make sure I said all that right <laughs> um, they're on a two-game win streak but they have won nine out of their last 10 games Donovan Mitchell's averaging 25 points uh, Rudy's averaging 14 rebounds this team is hot right now I don't like to get in the way of teams that are super hot and they're playing against the Warriors who are super not hot they have won one of their last nine games um, most recently, a five-point overtime loss in Portland. 
my thing, and I've been saying it all season with the Warriors, that was like they lose, 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 and then there's that unexpected spot where you don't think they'd ever cover, and then that's where they do, and that kind of feels like this. They're a nine-point dog at home. Uh, the total's not out on that yet, but am I crazy here? Is this a play on no, the Warriors? No, I absolutely love the Warriors. This looks just like Christmas Day. I believe it's, I'm pretty sure it's Christmas Day when they beat Houston and kind of really owned them in the second half. I think you're going to see similar to that. Utah, they're very balanced, and they're very good on both ends of the court. But nine points on the road in the NBA is not easy. Golden State, they really probably should have beat Portland. It took uh, Lillard's unbelievable night. What, he had 60 points or 67 or whatever he had and overtime to beat this Warriors team. And the Warriors, they aren't bad uh, against the spread. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10, even though they're 1-9 and nine straight up. I think the Jazz, because they're so hot lately, that's why you're getting such a big number here. I even would wait till game time on this one because I think you could probably get this at 9.5, maybe even 10. And yeah. I think the Warriors have a shot, a real shot to win this outright. But we're going to take the nine points here just in case. Yeah, that always sounds like a good plan. Um, yeah. <laughs> it does. Um, okay, so this is the game, right? The last one, the Spurs and the Pelicans. This is the one everyone's been talking about all week because Zion Williamson is going to make his NBA debut. Now, this does make me a little bit nervous, though, because I know that a ton of hype around these kind of games can inflate the spread to something ridiculous. It doesn't seem too ridiculous here. New Orleans is a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Spurs are 19 and 23. Uh, they're on a two-game win streak. They're beating my. Uh, they were beating Miami at home, beat Phoenix on the road. They won their last five, um, and for the most part, they've been keeping themselves off of the injury list, and that's always important. Um, but Pelicans are 17 and 27, and someone real important is coming off of that injury list. Like we said, Zion Williams, he's six foot six, 284 pounds. This guy is 19 years old. He looked like a man among boys in college, and now we all finally get to see if he's a man when it comes to playing with the big boys. Like I said, Pelicans opened at minus four and a half. Now it's three and a half. Totals at 236. What do you feel about this? Well, let's this remember, one? this line, like you said, opened at four and went to three and a half. That's a little surprising to me because, like you said, everybody's talking about Zion, Zion, Zion. When's he coming back? Finally, he comes back, and then the line goes down. I'm staying away from the line on the side on this one. I think you have to go with the total here. This New Orleans team loves to play up the tempo. The Spurs love to play up the tempo. I think this one is going way over. I know it's a big total, 236, for a reason. Uh, with Zion in the open court, I think you're going to see a ton of pushing the ball. I think you're going to see plenty of dunks from Zion and uh, probably everybody uh, or kind of flash back to what he was uh. doing at Duke early in the season uh, last year or even midseason. And I think this one goes way over the total 236. Excited to see how Zion plays. I don't think – I actually think the Spurs might win this. Uh, but, you know, like you said, sometimes you get a big boost when you get something like this. And I could think you could maybe see a special type performance from the Pelicans I mean, remember the last time they played the Lakers, the first time they played the Lakers, All they right. almost won too. Craig, I'm sorry to cut you off, but we do have to wrap this up. It is a rapid fire for crying out loud. All right, guys, thanks a lot for joining us. If you've missed any of our picks, don't worry. Nick Eber will be right back to recap them all for you. I'm Allie Burns. Thanks for stopping in. All right, welcome back, Picks and Parlays. Nick Eber with you. Great segment there, Allie and Craig. Fascinating stuff on NBA rapid fire. Hope you... We'll write those down, but I know you didn't, so don't worry. We're going to recap everything right now. Here's what you missed if you didn't catch these picks earlier. 
We here with Craig's NBA rapid fire picks. Sixes at Raptors take the Raptors minus six and a half. Nuggets at Rockets take the Rockets minus eight and a half. And Jazz at Warriors take the Warriors plus nine. And Damian Sosh, Omen, gave us some NBA and NHL. Grizzlies at Celtics take the over. Lakers at Knicks take the Lakers. And the free NHL pick was the Columbus Blue Jackets over Winnipeg. And then we had Sean Higgs with some college basketball. South Carolina at Auburn take Auburn minus 10. Penn State at Michigan take Penn State plus five and a half. Memphis at Tulsa take Tulsa plus three. And Creighton at DePaul take the over or 145 and a half. Those are our picks today on the show. In case you missed any of them, don't worry about it. You can see replays of this show on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. And you can also catch our podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. You can check us out at picksandparlays.net, where we have loads of free picks. And, of course, our expert picks are there for you. Promo code COLD, C-O-L-D, for 15% off. That's going to wrap the show. I'll be back with you tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific, right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, all over the Internet. And I'll be here in studio talking to you then. Until then, bet, win, repeat. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.